Three, two. Now, mister, you can't get away with this. Put your gun down and talk fast. Who the devil are you? But obviously, Inspector, this is the man we seek, Monsieur Jonathan Parrish. That's just who I am. All right, speak up. Which one of you is Hillary Kent? Hillary Kent? Yes. Now, wait a minute, Mr. Parrish. You got this all wrong. I'm Inspector Stevens, Homicide Squad, and this is Hercule Poirot, the famous Belgian detective. So you say you don't look like policemen to me, particularly that little squirt with the silly mustache. Eh? <laughs> you stay right where you are till I check on you. Bien, Monsieur Parrish, now that you are satisfied as to our identity. Well, I heard of you, of course. You're supposed to be the greatest French detective in the world. Oh, always people say that about me, Monsieur, but it is not entirely true. I am not French. I am Belgian. <laughs> well, I wish you'd all get out of here and leave me alone. I'm expecting my daughter, and I don't want her running in a room full of policemen. But, monsieur, you are in grave danger. You must be protected every moment. You offer me police protection? <laughs> Not worth a hoot. I beg you. That's what I said. Not worth a hoot. I have protection. Some detective they assigned to me. Where is he? He is dead. What? <laughs> he was murdered in this very room while protecting you. Therefore, if you do not object too violently, I shall undertake to protect you until you step aboard your airplane. All right, all right, stay. I don't know how long it will be. I'm just waiting for one little parcel to be delivered. Then I'm off. Monsieur is taking with him much equipment? Yes, quite a load. I've already sent most of it off to the airport. Ah, bon, that is good. Miss, don't eat that chocolate. It may be poisoned. Oh, nonsense. This is candy isn't poisoned. I wouldn't be too sure. That box of candy supposedly came from my daughter, Laura. It was delivered a little while ago. But you suspect she did not send it? Well, she's supposed to come here in person. She'll be here now, in fact. So why should she send it? You are very shrewd, mon ami. Hi. Oh, excuse me. Wait, wait a minute, Johnny. Come back here. What do you want? Not nothing. I, I, I wanted to see Mister Parrish got his extra laundry box. Okay. Yes, yes, I received it. Okay. Excuse me. I uh picked up a few more things to take along. 
special dyes and inks. They'll just about fill up that laundry box. Excuse me, I've got to go in the bedroom and finish packing. Crusty old bird, ain't he? How would you be if you knew someone out here was out to kill you? No wonder he's jittery. Ah, he's irritably or nervous. That perhaps explains it. Explains what? Why he wears upon his feet that unique pair of socks, one of which is green and the other brown. All right, if the man wants to be eccentric, let him be. I still got a murderer to catch. You want to come along? No, Inspector. I have attached myself to Monsieur Parish, and I propose to see that. Come in. <laughs> Inspector, one of the men found this on the sidewalk outside the hotel. Thought you might want to take a look at it before turning it into the lost and found. Okay, Brady, thanks. Oh, a lady's purse. Usual assortment of stuff. Cosmetics, perfume, change, keys. You make anything of it, Poirot? Hmm. Hmm. Ah, sacre bleu! What is it? These initials, L.P. Monsieur Perriche. Yeah. What did you say was the name of your charming daughter? Laura. Good lord! L.P. Laura Parrish? Hey, Perot, where are you going? I have a little idea. Ah, Mademoiselle Fletcher, please do accompany me. How about Mr. Parrish? You were so attached to him. I have become momentarily detached. I leave him in your care, Inspector. Protect him with the apple of your eye. Come, come. It will not be the first time you have left the elevator unattended, Monsieur Johnny. Come along. Mr. Poro, you're wasting your time in the basement, believe me. Nevertheless, it interests me. Please, do light the way. There's nothing here, just a lot of ash cans. Un moment. What is behind this door? Well, that's the laundry bin. They keep the soiled linen in there. You won't find anything there. We shall take one brief glance, eh? There you see, nothing but a pile of dirty sheets and pillowcases. Good gracious, what a laundry bill they must have. Ah, bien. Let's do... One moment. What is it? Sacre bleu! Protruding from under these sheets! Holy cow! A foot? A small foot? This is what I feared. Look! Ah, it moves! Then we are not too late! Quickly, monsieur, help me to uncover! That's all I know, Mr. Poirot. I was walking along the street towards a hotel. Just as I passed the alley, I was pulled in. I tried to scream, but something was pressed against my mouth. Chloroform, Miss Parish. Had you seen your assailant? You would have seen Hillary Kent. Most fortunate. Another few minutes under those linens and who knows? Voila, here is the room of your father. 
Inspector Stevens, here is Miss Parrish. Oh, well, that's a relief. Come in. I was afraid, Perot, you'd turn up with a body. How'd you manage to find her? That is not important now. We have found her, but we seem to have lost the father. Oh, yes. Miss Parrish, I'm sorry. Your father's terribly upset about you, but his material was delivered, and he had to rush off to the, to the airport. Oh, no! Don't tell me I missed him after this! Ah, <laughs> oh, my brutal petit! We have neglected you, eh, Miss Fletcher? Your room is now free of corpses. Please take Mademoiselle Parrish down and extend her to the first aid. Come along, Laura. Thank you. Inspector, I hope you do not later have cause to regret that you permitted Parrish to go off to the airport unprotected. He'll be alright. Besides, I got a job to do here. Although, frankly, I'm in a complete fog. I can't make head or tail of the whole business. No, Stevens. The head and the tail we have. What? Yes, it is merely a fragment of the middle that we will still lack. Well, who is it? Hey, Perot, where are you going? To see how Miss Parrish is, and to telephone the airport to see that Mr. Parrish receives the proper attention. Au revoir. Mr. Parrot, where are you taking me now? I'd like to have some... Mr. Parrot! Mr. Parrot! It's Johnny in that parked car. Mr. Parrot, I got a message for you from the Inspector Stevens. He rushed off a minute ago. From Stevens? What is it? What is the message? He said he got word that Mr. Parrish has been seriously hurt in an automobile accident on North Salem Road. Mon Dieu, this is too much. You have to get there as fast as you can. Here's the address. 52 North Salem Road. Monsieur, your duties for the day are over? Yeah. And this is your vehicle? Yeah, why? There is no time to seek a taxi, so I'll impose on your kindness. Miss Fletcher, quickly, please. Okay. Uh, North Salem Road, right? No, to the airport. What? But Mr. Paris isn't at the airport. He's injured on North Salem Road. No, 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 Miss Mademoiselle. That is what I was intended to believe. Do you not think so, Johnny? He is not there, I assure you. How do you know? Well, North Salem Road is not on the way to the airport. It is in the opposite direction. This is merely a trick to keep us from the flying field. We must hurry before it is too late. Well, the airplane is still there, but I don't see anything amiss. Hola, over here. Parish, as large as life. Yep, that's him, all right. Come along, please. 
uh, both of you. Monsieur Parish. Monsieur Perot, my daughter, is she? She is at the hotel, monsieur, resting. She is at a small misadventure, but she is entirely safe. Thank heavens. You are relieved there? Am I? I, I don't think I've gotten on that plane if you hadn't found her. Fortunately, I didn't have to. They've been delayed a little. Perot! Inspector Stevens, I knew you would not walk into the trap. <sighs> yeah, but as usual, you beat me to it. I was halfway out to North Salem Road before I realized that what was cooking. Ah, bien. Here's Mr. Parrish safe and sound, eh? I suggest the bomber to be expected with uh, great care. There must be sabotage. Good idea. Also, have all the doors of this building guarded? Uh, Mr. Perot, do I have to hang around here? But of course, Johnny. We may require you for our return trip. Oh, Monsieur Parrish, uh, here is your pilot to report. Mel, you want pilot? Already now, Mr. Parrish. Sure. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> oh, Captain, here comes my luggage. Will you see that it gets aboard? Right, sir. And be especially careful of that wooden crate. Well, goodbye, Inspector. I must admit you've been extremely helpful, and I'm much obliged. Not at all. Goodbye. Happy landings. Miss Fletcher. Goodbye, sir. Monsieur Perot, it's been a privilege to know you. I'm only sorry I couldn't remain to see you break the case. But you have, Monsieur. I beg your pardon? The case, it is broken. Inspector, meet Hillary Kent, the gentleman to whom you have just wished bon voyage. Hillary Kent? You're mad, Perot. Good gracious, I thought he was Parrish. And uh, that wooden crate which I have waited so long to see, it is not to be moved, Inspector. Why not? Because, mon ami, it contains the body of Jonathan Parrish. <laughs> A charming restaurant, n'est-ce pas? Uh, the plane circling about give one the feeling of flying, eh? The feeling I've got is that if I, what flying gives you, give, keep me from it. Ah, that is natural. I too do not like murder, Miss Fletcher. Ah, Inspector Stevens, everything is taken care of? Yes, they're taking Kent away now. Then perhaps you will join us in a little supper? No thanks, Perot. I've got to get back. I, uh, just dropped over to ask a few questions. For example? Well, when did you first suspect that Kent was impersonating Parrish? Almost from the start, when we entered the room of Monsieur Parrish, what do we find? Eh, an amazing paradox. On the one hand, we have a man who is an ardent stamp collector, whose album is in perfect order. Each stamp, each shade of stamp, precisely in its proper place, eh? Except the most valuable one of all, a Guatemala blue, reposing among American three-cent stamps. 
Later, when we look at his socks, one green, one brown. I am certain the man in this room is colorblind. And therefore not perish, the stamp collector. More important than that, he cannot be perish, the currency expert, who is to select the colors and shades of the new paper money. Eh? Therefore, if the man in the room is not perish, who is he? Obviously, Hillary Kent. Then why didn't you arrest him right away? Because without a body, one cannot prove a murder. And I felt sure Monsieur Kent would let me uh, to the body. Then you weren't guarding him. You were watching him. Precisément. Well, you weren't so smart. When you let him out of your sight, he might have gotten away in the plane. Not at all. When I called the airport, it was to make sure that the plane would not leave until I gave the word. You know everything, don't you? Some things are obvious, mademoiselle. We can suppose Hillary Kent discovers the nature of the mission Monsieur Parrish is engaged in. Ah, what a magnificent opportunity for a swindler, eh? Perhaps the greatest in history? To remove Jonathan Parrish, fly to Europe as Parrish, deliver the papers, the formulas, the dyes to the proper authorities, and then at the moment just counterfeit the new currency and reap huge fortune. Jumping codfish, this man must be mad. Perhaps, mademoiselle, but he is also a genius, eh? He learns that Parrish is at the hotel Windsor in room 615. He knocks on the door. Parrish admits him and he is at once strangled to death, eh? But a body. Ah, that must be disposed of when no one will find it. There is but one thing to do. Take the body to Europe in the very packing case which stands in the room. Then you just guessed where the body was. Uh, no, no, Inspector. There was proof in the room. You remember the second laundry box which Hillary Kent asked for? This is for some special ink, he says to us, which I have only now purchased. Obviously, this is a lie. On such a mission, one does not purchase supplies at the last minute. Yeah? Hence, I know these inks and dyes have been removed from some other box or crate to make room for the body. Gracious! It's as plain as the nose on my face. Uh, what about Laura Parrish? Oh, I got that figured out. She calls up and says to Kent, Pop, I'm coming over. Of course, he can't allow that or the jig's up. So he gets down to the alley and eliminates her. Right, Poirot? Exactly. As for poor Tremble, what? He has been with Parrish. He knows him. When he knocks on the door and Kent appears, he demands to see Parrish. Kent kills him. And since the packing case is already occupied, drags him down to Miss Fletcher's room. That was his big mistake. He never should have started up with me. <laughs> Ahem. Excuse me for a, mu a minute. I think that's the ward wagon pulling in. Mademoiselle, may I ask you a question of a personal nature? Fire away. Ah, Mademoiselle, you are not now engaged in a business enterprise? No. Are you fluent with the shorthand and the typewriter? Why, yes. Bon, Mademoiselle, I find you both intelligent and amusing. A rare combination in a woman. Ah... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Moreover, <laughs> in a great need of a secretary with your superb qualifications.
We were doing so well. Why? 1945. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Mr. Perot? Oh, you did not yet employ the little gray cells to the best advantage. Nevertheless, if you are interested. Oh, Mr. Perot. For 10 years, I've been devouring detective stories. And you ask me if I'm interested? Chief, you've got your secretary. Well, Perot, they've taken Kent away now. I guess that winds up the case. Not quite, Inspector. Tell me, where does uh, Monsieur Kent reside? We found a lease on him for an apartment in Gramercy Park. That is a good neighborhood? Ah, oh, swell. It's right in the heart of the city. But why do you ask? I do not think Monsieur Kent will need an apartment for some time. But I do. You see, my friends, it is... As I have said, to find an apartment in New York City is in the essence of simplicity. One has only to solve two murders. Friends toast! <laughs> All I could have in my mind through that entire process. <laughs> Good work, everybody. Sorry for a couple of screw-ups. The, the talk that Perot thought of, like, oh, that guy's dead now. Can I have his apartment? Is literally the most New York City shit I have ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You will not need it. <laughs>